Welcome to K-Drama School. I'm your host, Grace Jung, and class is now in session. originally was a webtoon written and illustrated by writer-artist Kwang Jin. He also adapted the uh, screenplay. Yes, um, this is the first Korean drama ever produced by the distribution company Showbox. Showbox is actually a film production and distribution company. So this is their first attempt at a television show and it was massively successful. Good for them. Very similar to Lotte Entertainment and CJ Entertainment, Showbox comes from a food manufacturing company called Orion, or you might pronounce it as Orion, but Orion is how it's pronounced in Korean. And Orion is specifically famous for producing some of Korea's favorite snacks. And you might all recognize this. You know that thing, Chocopie? I mean, I see Chocopie even in like American supermarkets. It's everywhere. So Orion is famous for Chocopie. And Orion developed Showbox in order to get involved in the media business, similar to Lotte and CJ. I'm very glad to see Showbox getting involved in Korean dramas because they're they're known for distributing some really well-known Korean movies like The Chaser, The Host. And there's some several other ones, but The Chaser and The Host are like my favorite films that they distributed. So I'm just going to name those two. I was walking around Los Angeles, Koreatown yesterday. Yesterday being March 25th, 2021. And while walking around K-Town, I saw this Korean bar called Honey Night or Gulbam. It was on West 8th Street. And it reminded me of Tanbam in Itaewon class. They have the same idea. I've never been to this bar, but I think it might be worth checking out just for fun, right? In general, if you can, all my listeners, please support Asian American businesses right now. If you're not in America, just support your local Asian business. Whatever it might be. If it's food, it's most likely going to be food. I mean, come on. You're, you're, I know all of you eat Asian food. It's like the best. How are you going to avoid it? So try and support those businesses right now because the Asian American community is suffering. The Asian community around the globe, they are also suffering. So please help them out. Okay, back to Itaewon class, though. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. This wasn't my favorite show. I'll be honest, it wasn't my favorite show, but I appreciated elements of the story, okay? I liked that it made attempts at including a transgender narrative and a black Korean narrative. Both of these are extremely marginalized in South Korean television, so there are some good efforts here. But we have to realize that when it came to Tony's story, the black Korean, okay, we didn't really get a lot from him, all right? He didn't have that many lines, especially talking about his own plight like we didn't really get it instead when it came to tony's story there were a lot of characters that were speaking for him or on his behalf right especially like hiroi's hiroi kept talking about tony as if he knew but he doesn't know okay um that shit really needs to stop all right i don't want 
you know, South Korean TV writers who are self-proclaimed woke liberals to be writing for anybody else's experience other than the Korean experience. If writers care, then they need to integrate those real voices through research, through consultation, and through dedication and respect, all right? And I could tell that there's a big hole here. The research, consultation, dedication, and respect were not there. It's unfortunate, but yeah, it wasn't there. It's a noble attempt, but those four important things, they were not there. So I think the Black Korean character's narrative, Tony's narrative, needed more work. And it was a very shallow attempt at being racially inclusive. Also, the emphasis on anti-Black discrimination in Korea really sweeps aside some huge issues of common discrimination that happens to many migrants living in South Korea, okay? There are migrant workers from South and Southeast Asia, as well as the Middle East, okay? But none of their stories ever get integrated into Korean TV shows. And that's insanity to me. Going straight to correcting anti-black discrimination in Korea is unfortunately a way for Korean entertainment to gesture towards American mainstream entertainment audiences. All right? This is a difficult pill to swallow, but that is what's happening. In this way, U.S. cultural imperialism is peeking its little head right here. All right? There's a very urgent need to address anti-migrant anti-migrant issues in South Korea, but the entertainment industry largely ignores South Korea's problems with colorism, not giving enough rights to migrant laborers in South Korea, being generally discriminatory against South and Southeast Asian men and women, as well as Arabs. You know, it's very anti-Arab in South Korea, too. So the fact that these kinds of narratives are entirely erased in Korean television is something that we really need to be aware of. Just because these stories are not shown on TV does not mean that these realities do not exist in South Korea. Let's remember this, okay? I would read, if I were you, I would read Shin Kyung Lee's book, Service Economies. I would also read Heyeon Chu's book called Decentering Citizenship. All right. You'll learn a lot about South Korea's migrant labor policies and issues. Itaewon class was slightly better at handling the trans right issues. But again, while there are some trans people in Korea, a lot of them feel misunderstood and unsafe. Okay, just recently we lost a trans soldier in South Korea. All right. I mean, she she was she was expelled from her service, even though she was a dedicated sergeant in the army. And they said that, you know, the fact that she went and decided to become a trans woman, it it shows that she's not mentally sound. That's how they framed it. And that is completely and utterly unacceptable. That's discrimination. All right. And that is not being supportive of you know, the nation's citizens and their dedicated, um, you know, soldiers. That's that's fucked up. So shame on shame on the motherland. OK. Um, I also think that the actress that they hired to play this trans woman was also slightly dicey because, you know, she's not a, a trans actress and there are trans actors in Korea. Uh, what I appreciate about my honey's act, uh, character is that in the end, there is a promise of love with Choi Seung-gwan, right? I found that this love narrative, this love ending was was good. I thought that was a positive sort of progressive choice. I wish, though, that this had come up a bit earlier because this um, love kind of requited love thing came up in the end. 
Um, I kind of wanted to see their love sort of blossom like throughout the show regularly, but there was a lot of hesitation, you know. So um, I guess my point is trans citizens deserve to see their love stories on the small screen and, you know, in webtoons. So give them more than just an ending is my point. At the very least, give them requited love um, and just show us what that love is about, what it means, you know, normalize it, integrate it, be inclusive. I liked how many TikTok videos there were around the show. I could tell how popular uh, Itaewon class was at the time, just based on the amount of videos I saw related to Itaewon class. And it definitely made waves here in North America. I think it's a show that tried out some new things and some were more successful than others. But overall, the gesture is bold and innovative. And to me, that counts. Uh, never forget. Never forget that creativity counts as a form of resistance and political activism, okay? Creativity counts as a peaceful form of evolution and change for all of humanity. So don't forget that. All of your creativity, whatever it may be, it counts as a contribution. And they are very important. So celebrate your own creativity. Celebrate somebody else's creativity. That's what it's about. Creativity is what it's about, okay? Today, I'm going to talk to a good friend of mine. She's a very funny comedian. Her name is Ai Yoshihara. Ai is a Japanese-American comedian and actress out here in Los Angeles. She is probably the most recognized for her role on the Gus Van Sant film, Sea of Trees. She had this lovely, well, it was a very intense scene. It was a great scene with Matthew McConaughey. I love I because when I was wrapping up my world tour in 2018 and trying to sink back into the L.A. groove, I was at this mic over in Burbank at this club and I sat for like three hours. Like it was past midnight. I was exhausted. And just prior to getting there, like there was a mic that I had signed up for, but the host fucked up and like I never got called. So it was just like a waste of gas, waste of time. I was already like at a very low more like I had very low morale already. And then, yeah, like. You know, it was like past midnight. I never got called. I sat through three hours of really horrible, shitty comedians talking about who gives a fuck. But like as I was leaving, right, like I felt really sad and angry and tired. I had like hot tears like, you know, coming out and I pulled me aside and she asked me for my name and she told me to come back next Saturday because she'll be hosting that mic and that she will let me go up because she's she saw me sitting there waiting for three hours and you know I'll never forget this but she said to me she was like we Asian women have to look out for one another and you know immediately she felt like an older sister to me like a friend to me and I'll never forget this moment it will always stay with me so take that as a good example of generosity and care um yeah, let's talk to the very wonderful, very funny Ai Yoshihara. Thanks for doing this last minute. Yeah, it's okay. It's a, what happened? Uh, the person that I was supposed to uh, interview, his name is and he's a professor at mm -hmm. And I had asked him to be an interviewee, like, back in December. Uh -huh. and he was being like a little like weird about it he was like mm -hmm. asking me like specific questions and like what exactly do you want me to talk about and he was being like very like like suspicious and mm -hmm. i just gave him like a deep like a long ass explanation as to what my podcast is about and that it's mm -hmm. very chill that it's just a conversation and mm -hmm. you know 
and like I like kind of like kissed his ass a little bit because like academics are insecure. So I was just like, oh, like I cite your work and my work, and that he's like, oh, I'm so honored to hear that. Like, what exactly did you cite from my work? I want to know. And I was just like, I was like, just yeah. look up my article later. You could read it. But anyway, mm-hmm. do you want to do it or not? And he was like, yeah, I would love to do it. Um, so like we set the date for today at mm-hmm. 4 p.m. I sent him mm-hmm. the instructions. Yeah, like 35 minutes ago it was supposed to be. Yeah. I, I sent him the instructions like back in December, like two months ago, you know, and like I was waiting for 20 minutes and nothing, he wouldn't appear. So I emailed him. I was like, hey, I'm here in the studio now. I'm resending the link and instructions in case you haven't gotten it. And he, and he wrote back to me like later, he was like, Oh, he was like, oh, if you um, had instructions like this for a program that I'm not familiar with, you should have told me beforehand. And I don't think today's going to work. And I was just like, what? Like, that is so fucking rude, you know? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, what more do I have to do? And this is yeah. honest. It's, it's my fault because I need to learn. That when a person is being difficult, I have mm-hmm. to let it, I have to let them go. Like yeah. the mo- the moment they're being difficult, like let yeah, it go. you know. But yeah. I was like I was like insisting on making it work, you know. And it's just like nope, like let that one go. It's not gonna work. Let it go. He's a fucking <laughs> difficult yeah. person. Let it go. Yeah, you know. You so should, I was just yeah. like. I was like, who should I reach out to? I was like, maybe I is free. So I called you and thankfully you were free. So (laughs) thank you. Thank you you for being free today. I have no job. (laughs) I'm ready to go. (laughs) But are you like, have you been auditioning for like roles and stuff? Like any kind of work? I, I got a new agency. Uh, I signed with a new agency like last end of last year, yeah. and they got me a few like self tape auditions. Yeah. But um, yeah, I haven't booked anything. So. Oh, okay, so you're just yeah. doing self tape auditions, doing mm-hmm. comedy shows. Yep. Wow. Okay. Like, how do you? How do you? But how do you spend your day? I'm curious. Like, I'm trying to oh, seriously last two weeks. I finally start like committing to do my routine. Okay. Routines. Like, um, okay. So before, like, end of last year, oh my God, I, I had a breakdown, a huge breakdown. I cried like, oh my God, hours, hours. And then, like, I feel like I'm like losing my mind. Is, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I don't know yeah. what the fuck I'm. I'm, I'm not supposed to curse. No, you can I'm, curse. I'm not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Cursing. I'm not. I'm not doing. I mean, I'm not sure what am I doing in my life. Um. Yeah. Then I just uh, decided to just to you know set the routines every day, like uh, waking up and uh, uh, do writing like yeah. 15 minutes a day, and yeah. because I'm a comedian, so I have to always feel like I have to write jokes but sometimes mm-hmm. I don't get any inspiration because I'm just stuck in a home you know what I mean so like um so but just to journaling journaling for 15 minutes every day mm-hmm. and I have like you know a little exercise machine is the you know it's just make steps 
So I, yeah, <laughs> like、uh-huh. old people. <laughs> uh-huh. How many steps today? So I do that for too many minutes, and also when I'm doing that, I listening to those、um, podcasts for uh, uh, like self improvement, like、uh-huh. self growth kind of thing. Yeah. And I signed up for a yeah, and also I am also my English is you know, second language, so、mm-hmm. I read out loud every day for thirty、nice. minutes. Yeah. yeah, that's my three big routines every day. So yeah, that yeah. sounds wonderful. Well, what what do you think、uh, triggered the breakdown? I feel like I think it's anxiety.、Mm. You know, and not meeting people,、mm-hmm. and also social media is just、oh. seems like people are doing something. They keep posting, and also I was posting a lot of videos and all that stuff. So people think I'm doing something, but I am not doing anything. I'm just doing TikTok videos. <laughs> That's a lot of work, just, though. It's a lot of work, and also I got burned out,、oh. and yeah, and then TikTok is I don't know how it works, but sometimes they don't even push my content. Right. So I got so dis discouraged for、right. a while, and then then I, when I looked back, and then like oh my comedian friends are doing shows, they might have、mm. planned for you know they're ready trying to be ready. When、mm-hmm. public's open,、mm-hmm. so like all the anxiety, and you know, also when public's open, I have to go back to my day job. <laughs> right. <laughs> Then,、um, I yeah. So that was my anxiety, but yeah, it all came crashing down. Yeah. 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 I think that's normal. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's very normal. In、mm-hmm. fact, it's kind of healthy to have that kind of moment, because I think it was like your body just telling you, like, okay, like it's getting it's getting wacky,、mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <laughs>、yeah. it's overwhelming. I and I think social media right now is both, especially right now, is both a blessing and a curse because、mm-hmm. because we have social media, we have an outlet, and we have a way to. See what people are doing, but the problem with that is like we start comparing ourselves to others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also numbers. You、yes. know how many views I got and how many likes I got. It's just、uh, that's a、uh, psychologically affects you know mess up your here up here. So I think so yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really normal and.、Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, that's. I think everybody's kind of going through that at the moment. But I think having that routine is definitely、mm-hmm. a good thing. Like, I think all therapists say they're always like, for mental health, you have to have a routine. You know,、mm-hmm. like have some kind of morning routine. Like a lot of artists, they have the the morning pages. You know, where they、yeah. like kind of what you're doing, just free writing、mm-hmm. for a few minutes. And、um, you know, just like stretching, you know, like、yeah. people. Some people call it yoga. I just call it stretching. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs>、um, 
I've been using the meditation apps since uh, the fall of last year, and that's been mm -hmm. helpful. You know, just kind of sitting with myself and. Mm -hmm. Before, like, I didn't understand what that was. Like, I, and I still, I'm still learning what meditation is, but like, mm -hmm. I'm realizing that what meditation is, is just literally me giving me some attention. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, that's what journalizing, journaling is also. It's like you're giving yourself some attention. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, I don't know, like, I've been like getting back into Buddhism lately. Mm -hmm. And there's this Buddhist monk that I follow, and he was basically like, all of us have like an inner child that cries out for our attention mm -hmm. and we neglect that child. And I was thinking like, you know, like the, I was probably the most unhealthy, um, summer of 2020. Mm -hmm. Like I was watching like five movies straight. Mm. <laughs> like I would wake up and I would start watching five movies. <laughs> you know and i would like order a whole pizza and like try to eat mm -hmm. that whole thing alone you know and like that was like my routine that was my routine yeah. for a while and i got like super fat you know like i had i was because i was losing weight i was losing weight all spring because mm -hmm. i had this routine like i would go for walks every morning and i would like mm -hmm. journal every day i was doing my comedy writing every day and um yeah like the burnout happened for me too and i yeah. started just like binge watching movies binge eating getting like i was drinking a lot i was getting super fat and then um like recently i was just like telling my therapist oh and that's the other thing like i have a therapist to talk to every Good. week so mm -hmm. i was just telling her i was like i can't do this anymore like i hate being drunk alone mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i hate getting high by myself like, I realize that, like, that's what I look forward to at night. Like, I want to I want to get high and then I want to have a drink and then I would just, like, zone out watching some shitty TV show or movie. Yeah. And she was just like, ask yourself if you would do that to you as a five-year-old. Would you force five-year-old Grace to watch five movies straight? Would mm. you force five-year-old Grace to just drink and have, like, edibles and... Uh, eat like eat a whole pizza to five-year-old grace like would you do that to her and I was like yeah I don't know I guess not probably mm -hmm. and then she said um, when you're doing that like when you're watching a bunch of movies and when you're just like getting drunk and getting high and just binge eating you're mm -hmm. getting you're trying to get away from yourself you know oh. she was like you're you're abandoning your mm -hmm. inner child you're abandoning yourself and i started crying i started getting emotional because i was just like i mm -hmm. didn't realize that i am capable of my own abandonment mm -hmm. you know like i didn't i didn't realize that we are all capable of self-neglect mm -hmm. you know that's like the biggest thing i complain about my parents is like oh they were negligent they they, they were you know they abandoned me but mm -hmm. I was doing that to myself and I didn't realize that that's me doing that by getting drunk, getting high, by binge watching, mm -hmm. you know, a bunch of content. But that's what that is. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, my God, that is such a big realization. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what meditation does is it forces you to pay attention to yourself, to be present, to be a 
awakened at all times and that is you being there for yourself right and i was just like oh that is so enlightening like that is so profound yeah you know so i like i I like what you're doing too yeah i I, I I meditate every day uh an hour to hour and a half (gasps) that's a lot you're intense well, yeah, you're an actress, do... so. <laughs> yeah, I'm always into. I'm like almost extreme. <laughs> yeah. Wow, an hour to an hour. That is so yeah. intense. Yeah, I do. It's without it, it's hard. It's just uh, I have to. For just it's so weird. It was so hard for me to just concentrate, to be in the moment, and just being present. But now I love it. It's just, and I started because I couldn't focus. I always hear the noise and I just, you know, but um, I started focusing and just breathing. And I just heard uh, scientifically just deep breathing, send the oxygen to your uh, stomach. Uh Um, You breathe from the stomach, right? Uh That will give you... uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, health benefit just doing that mm. and and because I couldn't get up uh, days I couldn't you know in the morning it took me like two hours to get up from the bed so like oh. doing two hours meditation is just <laughs> still I was in bed but it's like when I finished meditation and enough oxygen in my body and my head and body so when I get up bed and I feel great, you yeah. know, so it's also mentally, but also physically helping me too. So, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wow. That's yeah. interesting. I mean, you live with your boyfriend right now, right? Mm-hmm. So like, where do you find, like, do you just go into a room for an hour, hour and a half and you just shut yourself away for the meditation practice? Yeah. He wakes up earlier than me, so oh. he he get out uh, and he goes to the living room, and oh. I stay in my bed and I just oh. do meditation. So that sounds yeah. nice. Yeah. How do you like uh, living with your boyfriend? Great. We get along really well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're old, so we you know we rush. We don't we don't waste time. So okay, and like we it's like dating. We don't don't we didn't play any games. You know. <laughs> Uh, let's do this yeah. all right so let's be <laughs> let's ex- be exclusive all right sounds good do you want this no great perfect <laughs> i love that that's that's amazing yeah um because i remember when you uh like this was like new love like i remember mm-hmm. it was like uh last year not la- it was almost two years ago it was like 2019 fall wasn't it mm, the, uh, i met him yeah. I met him last year. Oh, I thought you met we... him in 2019. 2019. End of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah I we remember... just had a one year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I remember it was like fall 2019 and you were like, you were like talking about him on stage. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, oh, I found love, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so great. And, um, yeah, like it's actually very rare for people to be moving in together during the pandemic. But you're like one of pandemic, the rare couples. Yeah, have... pandemic um, helped us to you know rush 
because we couldn't <laughs> see each other often. Like, you know what? Let's just move in. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and you wanted to find your own place anyhow, right? Yeah. Like, so that's yeah. great. Worked out. Yeah. Worked out really well. <laughs> I I kind of like pushed him, you know, and trapped him. <laughs> you want to do this one now? Hey, let's do this. You know? <laughs> where did you uh? Where did you meet him? I met him at the open mic. Ah, is he also a comic? No, he is. He does a speech, you know, a motivational speech, or、uh-huh. you know, he he does speech speech. But、uh, he always wanted to do、uh, stand up too. So he,、uh-huh. that was his third time doing open mic, and that was the last time. Thank God. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah.、Um, yeah. I mean, you've been in Los Angeles for a long time, though. Yeah, almost like four, fifteen, four, two thousand six. Wow. Since two thousand six, yeah. Yeah, fifteen、so, years. Fifteen years, yeah. And like, you just as soon as you got here, you were just like act. You're just like pursuing acting. Like that's what you were gonna do. That was my main thing because I was in Vegas. And my acting teacher in Vegas, he told me like, if you wanna stay in Vegas and do entertainment business,、um, you have to be magician or stripper.、Uh, so, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can. I'm not even flexible to be in the, in a magic box, you know. And I can't be in a can't can't even be an assistant, you know. And also,、yeah. I don't have that body. Uh-huh. To be a stripper, so、uh-huh. I, okay, I have my plan B, acting. So <laughs> move to LA. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh God, <clears throat> yeah, it's hilarious that like you you were forced to become an actress in Los Angeles because you didn't want to be a magician or yeah. a stripper. <laughs> yeah. So, he said, "Go to LA." I said, "Okay, go to LA." Sure. Oh, that's great! Yeah.、Uh, wow. So you lived in Vegas for a little while? Yeah, I went to school. I went to UNLV, University、oh、of Nevada,、gosh. Las Vegas. Yeah. What was it like living in Vegas? Back then, it's like a、uh, almost how many years ago? Almost like a fifteen, twenty years ago. Yeah. I was there, and like, it's so different now because I've never. That's a. I've never seen so many slutty girls on campus before. I was just、uh, girls are wearing like skimpy, you know, clothes on campus.、Uh-huh. Like I was, I before that I was in Nevada, but but、uh, Reno, Nevada. And before、yeah. that, I was in Texas.、Yeah. I went to Christian school,、yeah. and a super strict Christian school, and everybody is conservative to、yeah. Vegas.、Uh-huh. And、yeah. everybody's like half naked. It's like holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> like, 
They were naked for Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. But the girls are like, girls are like, oh my god, are you going to work after this? You know, after class, stripping? I don't know. I was like, wow. Oh, what did you study in Vegas? I studied hotel management. Oh right, hospitality. Yeah, because that's the only major that um, I could get per permit, working permit, of the campus. Really? Usually, yeah. Usually, inter international students are not allowed to work off campus because we have to have a certain amount of uh, uh, money, or um, you know, we have to be financially stable to. Um, Go, go to American school. Oh. Yeah, I have to have. So, like, when I came to America, like, my dad borrowed, borrowed $10,000 and it put in my account. Yeah. And then I got approved, approved for school. Hey, I have money in my account. And then the university said, okay. And then, as soon as I got the approval and got into school, I paid him back and he returned the money. <laughs> Oh, uh, that is so crazy. Yeah. That, so, okay. So if you don't have enough money in your bank, they literally don't let you come to that school. Mm -mm. Oh my God. Been, uh, that time, the yeah. classism. It's like very literal classism. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm shocked. So, so international students, we were not allowed to work outside the campus. Because like inside on on campus, maybe library or cafeteria, and uh -huh. like minimum wage, super or I don't know, yeah, super low wages. Yeah. That's the only jobs we get. Mm -hmm. But I have to help my parents pay their tuition, uh -huh. so they can cover everything. So right, yeah, that uh, I got the I needed to get working permit. But the hotel uh -huh. management requires thousand hours work experience to graduate, uh -huh. so we were able to get working permit outside campus. Wow! Oh my yeah. god! The yeah, system so. is so rigged against everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is so rigged. That is like, oh, I'm so shocked right now. That's why, yeah. like, so many international students at UCLA, they drive, like, the nicest cars. Oh. Because only the rich, like, the richest kids can go, yeah. Can go to these schools. Mm-hmm. Man. Yep. And they yeah. fund a big part of UCLA. Like... Really? Yeah. International students? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. Because also out-of-state out fee. Out-of-state fee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of money. Is that out of the state fee is like ridiculous. Back then, four thousand dollars each semester. Uh -huh. So now I don't know how much. It's, it's crazy. a lot more. A it's lot like more. four times more. Like when I I was actually out of state student because my address was New York, so I was an mm -hmm. out of state student, not a California based student. So mm -hmm. yeah, my master's degree cost like four times mm. more than it would have cost if I was just an in state student. Oh wow! You could you should wait one year to be resident. Yeah. I couldn't wait. I hated my job so much um, that I wanted to leave so badly. But yeah, there are some things. There are some things I would have done differently looking back now. 
But Jesus, that's horrible. But the crazy thing is, uh, international students, out of uh, out of state fee, we have to pay out of state fee whole year, a uh, whole four years. The whole time. Uh, whole time until you graduate. <sighs> One year residency doesn't count for international students. Oh my God. Yeah. So then, when did you uh, become a citizen? Uh, I think it. Uh, maybe six, seven years ago. Okay. Oh, not Who too long president. ago then. Yeah, I think Obama was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, president. Oh. Yeah. And it was through marriage, or. I got yeah marriage, and I got a green card through marriage, and then but we got divorced. So I have to wait another five years to apply for a citizenship. Yeah. Oh so, my God! Wow. Yeah. So I waited, then, and yeah, and I heard the rumor that a green card is not enough. You know, you might get deported mm. even though you have a green card. Mm -hmm. That was a rumor mm -hmm. a little bit. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm gonna get. Citizenship. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a good call. There are more benefits, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But it's, that was stupid, though. I shouldn't. I shouldn't do that. Why? Because if I, the medic, medic, medical here is so expensive. So if I had a Japanese citizenship, and I could get better, cheap, you know, medical if I had something major. Hmm. Thing. yeah so like all my Japanese friends are like when they get sick they go back to Japan right and they get surgery or get treated like almost mm -hmm. nothing mm -hmm. and then come back yeah <laughs> that makes sense like um yeah yeah my friend I have a friend his name is Yusuke Aoki mm -hmm. and uh he also said he did not get American citizenship because Japanese passport is better. I was like, okay. <laughs> and he lived in the <laughs> States for a long time, like over 10 years. Mm -hmm. He's in Germany now. He and oh, his wow. Wife. Yeah, they live in Munich. Wow. He sells ma He sells matcha in Munich. Uh, matcha is his business? <laughs> yeah, this is his business. He makes good money for as long really? as I've known him. I met him in like 2009. I mm -hmm. met him in Seoul in Korea. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, and then I left Korea in 2010, and then I met him again mm -hmm. in 2019. So I met oh, him wow. 10 years later in Berlin. Wow. Isn't that oh, crazy? When you, when you took a trip? Yeah, when I was in Germany. Nice. Yeah, we met we met in Berlin. He was like, I'm in Munich. I was like, you should come to Berlin and see a show. So he came to a comedy <gasps> show in Berlin. and. Nice. And we like talked all night and it was like crazy. I was like, man, this is wild that like I'm seeing you after 10 years, you know, like, um, like when I saw him coming, I couldn't recognize him. He was like looking at me and I was like, who's that guy? And then I was like, oh, that's Yusuke. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It was so like crazy to see. It's like time travel, you know, like you haven't wow. seen your friend in 10 years and then yeah. they're suddenly there. Yeah, it was special. Yeah, he sells wow. matcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I admire people who can live so many different countries. 
Like、mm. if you move to somewhere, you have to learn a lot about the place,、mm-hmm. country, or you know,、mm-hmm. culture and you know, language.、Mm-hmm. Like, like I think it's like so. He was in United States, and he was in Korea, and he was in yep. Berlin, he、I、was mean, in, in Canada for a bit.、Wow. I think he was in France as well. Yeah, he's、wow. like. He's one of those people. He can go anywhere in the world, and he'll just make、mm. business work. Yeah,、mm. he's like one of those people. He's just really good with money. You're good with money too, aren't you? Yeah, because I don't make that much money, but I know how to manage money. Yeah. So it's it's、That's、all、so、about、impressive. like it's all about how to manage your money, not how much you make. So、mm. yeah. What's、um, like some like basic tips on man- money management? So you know how much you make, right? Every month,、uh-huh. yeah. And if you, in some people,、uh, varies, but most of us、yeah. know how much we make. So one third of your income should、uh-huh. be your rent. If、uh-huh. your rent is higher than one third of your income, you are living in a too no neighbor is too nice for you. <laughs> you need to move ghetto. <laughs> Move the ghetto. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And one third should be your car. You know, it's including、mm-hmm. your、um, car payment and car insurance.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, and another one third is that also you can you can break it down. You know, food or you know, ten percent should be like recreation for fun.、Mm. Or yeah, ten percent should be also.、Um, If you like, you can spend money on like learning things. That's、mm. more also important for your, yeah, self growth. So yeah,、mm. so, so the ten percent out of that one third. Mm-hmm. Ah,、uh-huh. oh, wait, the total. I forgot total or one third. <laughs> But the total of ten percent also、mm. needs need to go to your retirement. Hmm. Savings. That's yeah, savings. That's the that's first.、Mm. No, what else? Like even though you owe, you don't, you can't pay off your debt.、Mm-hmm. Debt can wait.、Mm. You first、mm. put ten percent to your retirement account before you、mm-hmm. take out anything else.、Mm. So that's for you for yourself. Okay. So yeah, so you can retire someday. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so many Americans don't have savings accounts. No. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's Americans are a mess, a mess. They don't have medic, they don't have medical, they don't have savings accounts. They they pay more than a third for their rent. <laughs> yeah, and eat cereal and play, live in a nice. Apartment, nice,、uh, driving nice car, and eating like cereal. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> see, like this is like the thing, like, like all Asian people when they、mm-hmm. see people eating cereal or bread,、mm-hmm. they feel bad for them. It's like, oh, you're poor, you know. Like, I wrote this like whole joke about that, like how. <laughs> Like in Korea, like Koreans <laughs> ate noodles when they were、mm-hmm. broke. You know what I mean? 
It's like a sign of poverty. It's like, oh, like, did your father lose his job? <laughs> You're eating bread. Oh, is maybe business is not good. <laughs> but like in America and like in Europe, like bread and like wheat flour is like like ba- yeah. like a basic staple, you know. But mm-hmm. for us, it's like yeah. Oh. Oh, you're Wait, eating a potato. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong? wrong? <laughs> Economy's not so good. <laughs> you're eating. You're eating potatoes. Oh, you th- you know, things must be no good. You know. Uh, so mm-hmm. funny though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to uh, lose weight right now. That's my big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I'm turning 34 this month. We're recording mm-hmm. in February right now, so I'm mm-hmm. turning 34 this month, and I don't know why. I know, I know that like 34 isn't old necessarily. Mm-hmm. And but... when you're Asian, you look younger than your age. Yes, so. yes, I can pass mm-hmm. as mid 20s if I want, but I, I just um, like I never felt insecure about my age until I realized, oh, I'm turning 34. That's mm. like firm mid mid 30s i'm mid 30s now Mm -hmm. and for some reason like this insecurity started to develop and i'm just like i want to feel confident you know because like i don't want to feel insecure about myself at all Mm -hmm. so i was like well i put on a bunch of pandemic weight you know i and i i've been telling myself forever that i want to like make more money and i want to lose weight like i've been writing that in my fucking journal for like Mm -hmm. you know over 10 years now and it's like okay when are you gonna make it happen (laughs) right so i just decided like okay like let me let me take this seriously so i i put a goal Uh, so since i'm turning 34 i want to lose 34 pounds Mm -hmm. so like that's the goal that i set and like when i said this like one of my friends she was like oh that sounds a little bit unhealthy and my other friend who lives in Hollywood was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, you, know, you should lose 34 pounds. Like she, <laughs> right? It's like the difference. I think it's, a, it's a good because whatever the intuition tells you, that's mm. the right number. So if mm. your intu- intuition told you that, then yeah. Yes. My intuition and show business. Show yes. business, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whatever does push you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Whatever will be my motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like, mm-hmm. I, I so admire you for so many reasons. Like, you know, you're such a hustler. Like, you're always working so hard. And, like, um, I don't know. Like, you have, like, kind of, like, a, a free spirit, too. Like, this, like, kind of fun, fun kind of, like, youthful spirit in you, you know? <laughs> um. Yeah, and it's, like, really nice to see. Like, I always, like, like watching you on stage. It's, like, always, like, super entertaining, you know. I'm, like, I'm always, like, trying to figure I'm, like, I don't know what's, like, fully going on, but this is amazing, you know. Like, (laughs) there's, like, that part going on, too. And, like, you know, the other thing that I love is, like, you know, I mean, you've, you've, I mean, you've had your share of, like, you know, your ex-husband and, like, your share of boyfriends in life and whatnot, Mm -hmm. Uh, but, like, the fact that, like, you know, you still believe in love, you know, and, like, (laughs) 
That's the thing. I wasn't. I wasn't not like.、Uh, it's so weird because I was into all the self improvement and self growth, right? right. And it, and I was learning things, few things. And it, it said, in your life, you have to balance. You know,、mm. there's four things:、yeah. your wealth, your career, health,、mm-hmm. and mental health.、Mm. So if like if if your wealth is not enough, and you know you can't do things, you can't have fun, and you'll be miserable, right? And if、yeah. you're you're if you're if you're not healthy, even though how much money you have, physical health is bad. Then no matter how much you much money you have, you can't enjoy. Yeah. Right. And if you're not have a If you don't have a good mental state, then、mm-hmm. you never feel happy.、Mm. No matter how much money you have, or、mm. your health is great, but if, it, if、mm. your appearance is not healthy, you、mm-hmm. never feel health、uh, happy.、Right. And if you, and if you, what what else? And then, yeah, what is money? Right, money, physical health, mental, mental health. health, and. <laughs> I don't know. You said it. You said it like just a minute ago. I know. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know either. And money, physical health, mental health, and <laughs> our, our our listeners know. Yeah, our listeners was like, <laughs> but you just said it. <laughs> you just said it. You just said it. But anyway,、so、what do these? Yeah, what do these things have to do with finding love? So. So a relationship. The last one is relationship. Is、mm, if、see. you are not mentally he-、uh, healthy, you can't have great relationship with anyone.、Ah. So everything, you know, connect. And also, I was、uh, a lot of studying being happy myself. Because if、right. I'm not happy my being alone, and if, if I'm not happy, if、uh-huh. I can sustain myself,、uh-huh. then Like, if someone, if I date someone,、yeah. and I can't, if something happens, relationship will, you know, because it's not doesn't work. Because、yeah. if I'm I'm trying to, I mean, if I want someone to make me happy,、mm-hmm. and I, which means I want him,、um, I want my boyfriend to make me happy. So I am not right. Yeah, and then if I'm want something from someone, and then I will, uh, uh, I will attract someone like me.、Mm. You know what I mean? So like、mm-hmm. two needy people together. <laughs> It's a disaster. <laughs> disaster, because of drama, right? Create drama. <laughs> so、right. two people who sustain their own happiness、yeah. can, you know, have better. Uh, relationship, because、mm. uh, yeah. So if something happens, yeah, sure, you know, you know, help each other and support each other. But、mm-hmm. in daily life, you know,、uh, basically, if you can't,、uh, you know, being happy, you can't be happy yourself. Then you can't. If you you can't, you shouldn't have relationship. You can have relationship, but、yeah. you you shouldn't have relationship until you're、yeah. okay yourself. 
So that, and then I was telling myself, you know what? I, if I'm single rest of my life, I'm fine. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I told myself, and I just, you know, take care of myself. Then I met him. Yeah, that's and when he love was, arrives. Yeah, and then that's when he he found me too. Ah, so he, that's so yeah, nice. he was sort so, of on the same path. Same path, and then we mm. clicked because we were studying kind of same thing. He's mm-hmm. I've been studying spirituality, and he was doing that too. Mm. And he's so good at um, you know. He's more logical. I'm a more <laughs> emotional person. <laughs> he's he can lo- you know, mm. logically put himself up. Yeah. 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 And I have to breathe to make myself sure. <laughs> yeah be okay. I understand but, that. Yeah. yeah. That that's a good fit though. You know. Yeah. You balance yeah. each other out like yin and yang. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of women um, do kind of navigate emotionally. You know, like mm-hmm. for. For men, it's like a state of mind, right? It's like, oh, it's a state of mind. If I think this, then I will feel that way too, you know. But、mm-hmm. like for me, it's it's the other way around. It's like the way I feel dictates how I think. And me too, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the breathing thing, I understand that too. Like for instance, like when the interview with that guy fell through, and he sent me that email, like I felt、mm-hmm. intense rage, <laughs> and I was just like sitting here going like. <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> I was like, Grace, this is this is the challenge that the universe is giving you for today. Okay, you have to get through it. Yeah, you know, I'm like, because I don't want to like lash out, you know.、Mm-hmm. But I did write back. I did write back, and I said, like, you know, I did send you this email on December twenty third, and we confirmed on December twenty fourth. And this、mm-hmm. information was there. So in the future, if you can't make it to something, please let me know in advance because today、yeah. I waited twenty minutes. You know, which it's probably a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. You know, it's got a little bit of a sharp edge, but no, sounds least, nice to me still. <laughs> yeah, still at, le- at、nice. least I wasn't like you, fucking asshole. You know, yeah. Like, wh- how、you、dare、didn't... you waste my time? Like I didn't go there. You、mm-hmm. know. Yeah, but I I run into that a lot with academics, like、oh. yeah, and especially academics, you have to you have to tell them the facts.、Mm. You can and men and、uh, academic people, you can tell them how how you felt. As long as you say that hurt me or this is you know、mm. it hurt my feeling, then they're tuned out. <laughs> they have to like they're like a dog. They right then you have to, hey, this is what you did. <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> dog than <and> men. <laughs> um, no, I I just noticed a pattern. Like, like for this, I interviewed one academic. Another one, she used to be an academic. Um, but like there are a couple others that I asked, and they're just like. So difficult because they're control freaks. You know, academics、mm-hmm. are control freaks. They're insecure,、mm-hmm. and、uh, they don't like surprises. You know, that's、mm-hmm. why, like, when they give presentations, they read. They read the paper. You know,、oh. and like, fuck it, nobody's listening, right? Because nobody's、uh-huh. listening when anybody's reading.、Uh, but that's the trouble I had. Like, whereas comedians, they understand that. You know, it's like, yeah, whatever is there is there. Like.、Mm-hmm. 
that's the practice of presence, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, we're in the moment. You just do it and it's fine. It's nothing to be afraid yeah. of yeah. this moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but academics are tricky. Like you have to you have to talk them through so much. And then mm-hmm. in the end, they're still like, no. <laughs> Even <laughs> after they agree, after all the bullshit that they put me through. And then it's like, no. It's like, ugh. It's like, all right, just tell me that you're scared then. Just tell me that you're afraid. (laughs) Oh, that must be it. He was scared. Yeah, Yeah, it's fear. Well, I think think he forgot. I think he fucking forgot that we Mm -hmm. were supposed to meet today, you know? And just say that you Mm -hmm. forgot. Be like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. But, like, academics are also very prideful, you know? They're very proud people. Mm. Uh, I had I know some this girl. She went to really good school, and she was mm. blagging about. Oh, I went went through you know, put myself uh, through mm. school, and I mm. got all scholarship, mm. and I had a really good education. Yeah, but she is getting um, you know she was making like super. She was um she she was not making money at all. She's uh-huh. um. Her lifestyle is like trying to make minimum so she can get the benefits, you know, from the uh, government support or, you uh-huh. know, and any support she can get from a, a government. Okay. And like she puts down on people who are not academically smart, you know. Really. So yeah, hmm. and but she thinks she's better than anybody because she is so smart and she speaks two languages and it's just (laughs) two (laughs) languages yeah and she loves other languages yeah so it's just it it was so amazing someone like um someone who is book smart and smart but not street smart so Mm. they make a lot of bad mistakes in their lives yeah. And then, but they can admit that um, there were certain type, certain area they were not good at, and yes. then they were the ego, and yes. but everything they talk down to other people, yeah. and then just criticizing others. Like I was like, oof, I I had to. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so this was your roommate? <laughs> you I <laughs> Because uh, that's what that is. It's like, you know, whenever mm-hmm. you point a finger outwards, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of, there's like three fingers pointing back at you, you know? It's like anything you project, it's outwards, it's actually about you. you yeah. Know? And anytime you yeah. put down anybody, it's like, that's your insecurity that you're mm-hmm. discla- you're disclaiming, that you're showing. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's, it's so, tricky. Tricky, and she was constantly, she vents, and she constantly like judging others, mm. and but she was so judgmental herself too. Yeah, of course. So um, and yeah, that was that was was very unhappy. Uh, make yeah. her unhappy, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. being judgmental mm. of others is because you are very judgmental of yourself. yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what that is. Like, yeah, like I really don't like. I don't know. I like there were some girls that like it was like a, a friend of a friend, I guess, and mm-hmm. she would always like because she traveled a lot for work, and mm-hmm. so she would be at the airport oftentimes. And she, what she would do is like she would photograph 
like fat people at the airport mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then post it on Facebook and say America's so gross. You know? Wow. And I was just like what the fuck are you doing? Like what is your problem? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like I'm pretty sure like that bitch had like an eating disorder. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and it's like that's that's your problem, man. Like yeah. that's not that's not that's your fucking problem. They don't care that you're doing this. Also what you're doing is disgusting they're not yeah. disgusting what you're mm-hmm. doing is yeah what disgusting. doing is disgusting yeah yeah i i hated seeing those posts like i just mm-hmm. yeah i think i unfriended her or something i was just like why am i following like such a negative person you know anyway um yeah, yeah that's all of that is like work i guess self-work right you have to yeah. do the work in order to get to those realizations and like even if you have those realizations it doesn't mean that you're gonna stop you know old mm-hmm. habits don't die easily yeah. it takes time and it's a constant moment by moment reminder right of who you yeah. are where you fit yeah. into the place in the world yeah 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 it's a it's a it's also helped to me before i started dating um someone said uh, i think it's a um what's that opera's friend <laughs> uh the gail indian guy yeah he said like when you who you know, don't be and look for the person you want to date like you know i want guy to be tall mm. or i'm gonna be a nice guy or rich and all that stuff <laughs> instead of writing down all the things and instead of looking for the person be that person yes yeah. be that person yourself so, so yeah so mm-hmm. so oh, that was great Otherwise, yeah it is great because okay. if you have this fantasy list then that mm-hmm. you know you're you're that's not love you mm-hmm. know those are demands those mm-hmm. are expectations in yeah. another person mm-hmm. that's um yeah that's tricky for me too like for me like i haven't dated anybody in like two years because mm-hmm. yeah i want i'm i was kind of on the path that you were on like before uh, like just self-improvement kind of thing um developing greater sense of Mm self-worth and learning how to value myself and blah 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 and like Mm -hmm. i told my friend that i was doing this for two years and he's like yeah i think that's enough (laughs) (laughs) two years is long enough yeah you learn enough (laughs) it's it's time to go back out And I was like, well, do you know anybody, like, any nice people? He's like, no, all the guys I know are dicks. (laughs) I was like, all right, see, you see my problem here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's sort of like when I was journaling the last couple of weeks, that was sort of coming up a lot. I was like, oh, I think Mm -hmm. I'm ready now to meet Mm -hmm. somebody and, like, try and work at a relationship. Because, you know, it's very um, rewarding being Mm -hmm. in a relationship. It's very meaningful and rewarding. And it's nice to have companionship and... Um, there's a lot of healing there too and intimacy is also I think a necessity in life Mm -hmm. you know yeah Um, yeah like just uh, recently like I went for a hike you know Kristen Mm -hmm. Lundberg right Mm -hmm. yeah so we went we went on a hike and then we went to Homestate if you like Mm Tex-Mex is like an amazing place we went to Homestate to get tacos Mm -hmm. and then we just went next door to just like get a cup of coffee and like you know we were outside like masked up whatever and like just the just that day of just little very minor interaction like i felt so like 
you know, like energized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. I came home, like I felt good. And like, I was just like listening to good music. And like, I was like painting. I did a little writing. Like I was like active. I felt mm-hmm. inspired just by that very mild, like just like an hour or two of human interaction. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was so important. Sometimes that's all you take, you know, to, yeah. But human interaction is so important. Yeah. 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 Hopefully all this will end soon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Let me ask you some flashcard questions. Mm -hmm. So the show, the show that I'm going to talk about in this episode is called Itaewon Class. It's on Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to ask you flashcard questions, just like scenarios from the show and like what you would do if you okay. were in that situation. Okay. okay? So, so like, let's say you're mm-hmm. a senior in high school. Okay? Mm-hmm. okay. And you just transferred from a different school. So this is a mm-hmm. whole new school that you're at and, and you're a boy, you're like a 17 year old, 18 year old boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see a classmate mm-hmm. getting bullied by another mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. And then somebody says, the bullying boy, that boy is your father's boss's son. Okay? Mm-hmm. So your mm-hmm. dad works for this man. Mm-hmm. That man's son is bullying this classmate. Mm-hmm. All right? And you tell the bully, you're like, stop it. Mm-hmm. And the kid doesn't listen to you. Mm-hmm. So you beat the shit out of him. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then your boss, the, the boss, your father's boss comes to your school and tells you, Mm-hmm. To get on your knees mm-hmm. and ask for your son, his son's forgiveness. What do you do? Mm. Okay, if I live in Japan, mm. then if I, it does happen to my, you know, my father's boss's son, mm. did that, then I will apologize. For my dad, mm. I will do it for my dad. Mm-hmm. But I think if I was living in America, mm. fuck you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was, okay. you know, different culture. You can't do that in Japan. It's like then my father get fired, and then you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I were, before I beat him up, mm-hmm. I, will, I will use different tactics. I might not beat him up. Mm. I will just throw some jokes and or make, make him laugh or trying to get his attention. Hey, dude, you know, mm. it's a pretty girl right there. And, and you know, let's go check it out. I was trying to... Save him, save the the kid from being bullied. Through distraction. I distraction. I'll be the uh-huh. distraction. Something like that. Because it's Asia, it's in, in, in Japan, it's pretty tricky. Yeah. And yeah. bullying. Is it mm-hmm. more passive-aggressive too? Mm. So I would do different ta- use different tactics to save that kid. Okay. Instead of boot him up. Okay. Yeah. So try to avoid violence from the get-go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, good. So let's say uh, the boss's son, the bullying mm-hmm. boy, okay? He was driving one night, and mm-hmm. he hit your dad 
with mm-hmm. his car mm-hmm. and your dad died. Mm-hmm. The boss mm-hmm. hires another man mm-hmm. to take the blame instead. Mm-hmm. And then his son gets off scot-free. No, n- nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? So this at this point, I, lo- I lost my father. Mm. So I have nothing to lose. So I will go all the way. <laughs> I will. I will not stop until I destroy the boss's son. <laughs> I will go. Any, you know, if I have to hire someone to kill him, yeah, I will do that. I will, you know, I will just, I will do all the way. I okay. will not stop until mm. he get punished. Mm. Okay. If law doesn't punish him, mm. I will do something about it. <laughs> wow, you're scary, I. Yeah, I am. Never kill I's dad. She'll no. come and destroy her life. No, don't <laughs> don't kill my dad, <laughs> and you'll end up dead too. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so okay, so now many years have passed, like mm-hmm. many many years, like ten years have passed. All right, you mm-hmm. are now the owner. Of your own gastro pub, mm-hmm, this, that sounds great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In this in this town called mm-hmm. Itaewon in Seoul. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. the girl you had a crush on since high school mm-hmm. now works at that mm-hmm. boss's company. All right, mm-hmm. your competitor. All right, mm-hmm. you still f- have feelings for the girl, mm-hmm. but it's complicated because she yeah. works for your enemy. All right, yeah. mm-hmm. and she tells you, she tells you not to like her. Mm-hmm. She's like, don't like me, even though it's very obvious that you like her, mm-hmm. right? At the mm-hmm. same time, she's like, don't date anybody because she doesn't want to be your girlfriend, but she's mm-hmm. also like, she doesn't want you to date anybody. What do you do? Mm. Selfish, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> that turned off, t- turned me off that right there too. But I think <laughs> yeah. if the if she said. Don't love me, don't mm. like me, and at yeah. that point, I would say, Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let her go. Yeah, just pack up your feelings, be like, Move on, yeah, yeah, sure. Because yeah. I'm sure I'll get hurt too, but yeah. I know I'm gonna move on, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And and eventually, I will move on, and and also, I'm not too crazy about um, like those love love in you know thing mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah i like being in a relationship i like love and love mm. you know i love someone mm. but it's just a you know people come and go if she doesn't <laughs> want me sure <laughs> go <laughs> i never never asked someone to like stay for me or you know like me i don't beg someone to stay for me yeah yeah it's like if someone has to go okay go and then (laughs) so don't don't expect me to wait for you you know (laughs) (laughs) right right stop giving mixed signals yeah yeah okay good yeah yeah all right so the girl you have a crush on right Mm -hmm. the one that's being selfish Mm mm-hmm She's uh, drunk one night. She gets very drunk, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Korea. They drink mm-hmm. a lot. Right? Mm-hmm. And she she shows up at your restaurant and she's like talking to you, right? And then she mm-hmm. starts to 
make a move towards your mm-hmm. face as if to kiss you. Mm-hmm. Okay? And mm-hmm. she's like one centimeter away from your face when mm-hmm. suddenly mm-hmm. your female employee covers her mouth and pushes her face away from yours. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Oh, so someone your face and took away? Yeah. And it's, yeah, I was like, what are you doing? I almost get, I might get laid. What are you, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Don't interrupt me. I, get, I might get laid. Okay. So you would get mad. Yeah. She's cock blocking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cock blocking. Don't co- <laughs> cock block me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah. All right. That's the uh, that's the end of the flashcard series. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was, uh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. All the all yeah. the comics like this part. They have so much fun with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was uh, really lovely talking to you. Thank you for yeah making the time. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. That was fun. Yeah. So next week we're gonna talk about one of my favorite shows of all time called Beautiful Days. It came out. I think in the year 2000 or 2001, but it is so good, (laughs) but it is also so bad, and I'll explain why next week, but you know what, you guys, I got a fan mail, my first uh, podcast fan letter, so I'll share it with you. Here it goes. Let me read it to you. As this is a rough week, month, year for the Asian community, I'm stepping outside my bubble to tell you that I love your podcast. I can't solve racism. I can't even convince my dad that racism exists, even with the textbooks full of data I read for my bachelor's and master's in social work. It's exhausting. So anyway, I've been doing my best and failing, but I can encourage you and tell you that I hear you and I love your podcast. I love your film insights. I know nothing about film and I have never been very interested in it, but you add cultural, historical, and linguistic insights to a discussion about stories I love. I got into K-dramas maybe three years ago, and although I've now gotten the rest of my family and some of my friends into K-dramas as well, none of them really have the discussions about K-drama that I crave, which is to pick apart their storytelling. I'm an aspiring author and spend a lot of time thinking about stories. One of the things I love about K-dramas is that there are things to learn about developing characters and plot arcs from every drama. I especially love that there is a variety of dramas that I can compare and contrast how different arcs are put together in the story so I can understand what works and what doesn't. I've listened to quite a few K-drama podcasts and I like yours best because of your analysis. You know about the writers and directors and actors and the cultural and historical context of the stories and I love hearing about it. You also helped me understand and better appreciate the K-dramas. I watched My Lovely Samsung last year and hated it, not realizing that all the things that I hated, the fat shaming, the heavy-handed patriarchy, were done purposefully and to make a point. I kind of want to watch it again now, now that I know this. So this comes to me from Alicia. Thank you, Alicia. It was very uh, kind of you to share. Um, thank you for reaching out. And uh, yeah, if you have friends and family members who watch Korean dramas, turn them onto my podcast. (laughs) What else can I do but plug myself? But yeah, folks, if you have uh, questions for me or if you just want to share something that's on your mind, just 
send me an email to kdramaschool at gmail.com. I will take a look at them. I will read them. I will respond appropriately. I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can to help us all feel connected during this weird time. Well, that's all for today. And uh, thank you for listening. I will see you guys all next week. <laughs>